Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Exurgat Deus Dissipentur Dinamici Eius, et Fugianchio Deruntaeum Aphaci Eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. Amen. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defende nos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diaboli est opraecidium. Imperatili Deus, supplicas deprecamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satanam aliosque spiritus malignos, qui ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum detrude. Amen. <coughs> Cor Jesus sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatis Carolus et Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facium tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> Things went a little bit sporadically this week, um, and I'll try not to actually have that happen too terribly often. Um, but I had to take a few days off this week and really kind of get some things collected collected up and in order. And admittedly, there's still some stuff that's not quite up to par yet. I still haven't finished the website or anything like that. But this week I had to take some time off and really focus on my spiritual life. <clears throat> the um, And I would recommend that everybody does such, uh, particularly, obviously, during Lent. There's no end to the benefit that you can get when you actually just dive into prayer, spiritual reading, and all that other stuff. And it has a tendency to raise up for you a few of the things you've been neglecting in your life, guaranteed. Um, and once I'd managed to do that part, I was like, oh, hey, well, let's get this other stuff cleaned up. <clears throat> and so now... I'm kind of in the process of that, and hopefully by the end of this weekend, I should be able to have all of my ducks in a row to launch the website and get everything finally taken care of. I will tell you, <clears throat> personal testimony, 
I took the day off today. Uh, as I'm recording this, this is recorded on the same day that Pope Francis has consecrated Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Took the day off so that I could focus on that. And went to Eucharistic Adoration, prayed, and I managed... And by some act of divine providence, I managed to actually come out of adoration just in time to see the Holy Father <clears throat> actually pray the consecration prayer. And it was moving, to say the least. <clears throat> May God grant that, it, grant that it yields the fruits that we all hope it will, <clears throat> namely peace, and a return to the Catholic faith, particularly for Russia and Ukraine. <clears throat> then about an hour later, <laughs> I discovered that the flash-to-bang rate from an Alex Jones conspiracy theory has reduced itself down to right about two months. From when it, from when it starts out as words coming out of the mouth of Alex Jones that makes no coherent sense, to when a news article comes out and actually confirms that, yes, in fact, this psychotic, crazy, ridiculous, incredible, <clears throat> beyond comprehension theory is actually true. And what is that conspiracy theory? Vampirism. The wealthy elites in the United States, and indeed around the world, feeding off of the blood of America's youth. And it's particularly America's youth, because it is, it is an industry that has been banned in most of the rest of the civilized world, except for dun -da -da -da, the United States of America. Because in the land of the free, you are free to drink the blood of the innocent. No, they're not actually directly drinking the blood. <laughs> they use needles in the same way that the unholy sacrifice of the jab is administered. But it turns out in a news report, and give me just a second to see if I can find company ambrosia <clears throat> mint press news for those of you who are unfamiliar with mint press these guys are i don't really know their <clears throat> their um political bent i'm sure they have one but the article title is harvesting the blood of america's poor the latest stage of capitalism. <laughs> Actually, I would say it would be the most recent development of the diabolical world order. <laughs> and I love the fact that I'm actually looking at the name of this. The name of one of these companies is Ambrosia. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, Ambrosia is an old pagan word meaning the food or the drink of the gods. Ambrosia was actually the drink that was in the cup of Zeus that was born by his cup bearer, Ganymede, whom he 
raped. <clears throat> yeah. Wonderful. <sighs> the news article talks about how, and uh, and yeah, it's yeah, Mint Press News. The new the article, I guess it's an op-ed really, by Alan McLeod, talks about how in the United States <laughs> we have turned blood and plasma. The I'm going to use a term out of out of uh, out of Final Fantasy, the life stream of a human being, the blood. The, the blood and the plasma, the life stream in a human being, has turned that into a commodity in order to find anti-aging treatments and attempting to find... <clears throat> well, immortality. As one very prominent Silicon Valley professional, um, used to be a partner in Facebook, used to be a partner... In, or is currently, I think, a partner with PayPal and maybe and several other companies, you might recognize the name. He's a... Uh, he was a pro-Trump sodomite named Peter Thiel. <clears throat> Peter Thiel kind of came... And he kind of got caught up in the cancel culture thing that was going on 2017, 2018, 2019. Um, and so it's, in all honesty, I mean, given the fact that the last two years have been so psychotic, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't recall the name, or given given the fact that I also know who, who my audience is, if you never knew the name to begin with. But Peter Thiel <clears throat> is worth oodles and oodles of money. And he does seem to be just as anti-God as everybody else. But he was definitely pro-Trump. And this is probably the problem I have the most with democracy, is that you get diabolically disoriented people who clearly have nothing but the harshest animus towards God, who suddenly manage to get caught up in a so-called conservative movement, despite the fact that their credentials say that they're anything but Christian conservative. And that's where you really run into the issue is once upon a time, if you said conservative, the word that didn't have to be said was Christian in front of it. Well, now you can be part of the conservative movement and you can actually hate God, which is, I suppose, a very free Masonic way to do things because the whole idea is is to get a whole bunch of people together, regardless of their religious beliefs, and scoop them to, and, and, and got, uh, aggregate them together in such a manner as to make, well, as if you were making building materials out of both rocks and feces, to put it lightly. <clears throat> Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. Because that was the one thing that seemed like it was, nah, that this would never be a thing. You mean to tell me that vampirism is now no longer just a metaphor? It's no longer just a storytelling device? It's now actually a thing? Well, yes. Yes, I mean to tell you that vampirism is now actually a thing. And you could sort of see that this was the general direction in which we were headed. When you think about it, because for the last 30 years, 
What have been some of the major medical topics? It's been stem cell research. It's been abortive tissues. Um, it's been the sale of dead baby body parts. It's been, it you know, in the development of so-called medications and so-called vaccines. It's been the slow progression towards just overtly going. You know what? If you don't donate, if you donate your plasma to me. And then I will use that plasma to extend my life. That's basically what's going on. And in, and if you don't like the idea of donating, we can do this a capitalist way. And I'll buy your plasma from you for $30 a session. So for 30 pieces of silver, almost quite literally, you can sell yourself. Now, if you can sell your blood and you can sell your plasma and you can sell your sperm and you can sell your eggs, which by the way, you can do all of these things. Um, and in point of fact, you might even be able to find a black market buyer for your kidneys or any other body part that you may have happen to have a little bit extra of. And by the way, this is actually happening. It has been happening for a very long time. <clears throat> You can sell your body parts, components of yourself. You can sell your baby. We've seen this happen recently. In a world where you can do these things, <clears throat> is it any wonder, is it any surprise whatsoever <clears throat> that vampirism is now a thing? Is it a surprise? That vampire, I mean, like, no, I mean, we don't have people walking around with the sharpened fangs and accosting people in the middle of the night. No, 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 no. What we have is we have a system that has managed to press people down into the lowest rungs of society in order, and, and literally turn them into the food for the people up in the uppermost echelons of society, like Silicon Valley. Like the high-level politicians in this country and around the world. We have managed to allow ourselves to, to, to in a very liberty manner, enter into a system that literally takes the lifeblood from the poor and feeds it to the rich. And there are a lot of people who are like, well, we could change this, that, and the other. We just, we need more democracy. I'm sorry, guys, but that's how we got here in the first place. And that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people... You, in the 16th century, vampirism was a metaphor. Okay? The demons that walk around looking like men with no souls feeding off of the blood of the innocent and the poor. Those demons, 300 years ago, 400 years ago, 500 years ago, were metaphors. They were not real. They were fantasy. And now here we are in the 21st century, in the aftermath of the so-called Age of Enlightenment, and this is now real. It is now a real thing that poor people in America, in America, because it's not even to say that you have to be American, the vast, the biggest growth of these for-profit companies that are buying the blood and the plasma from people are actually down at the southern border of the United States where we have an open border and rampant illegal immigration. 
There's no way, absolutely no way that this is a coincidence. That we have become such a godless nation that we are now willing, and, and nobody's covering it, nobody's talking about it. You see the plasma centers, oh yeah, we do great medical research, 20, 30, I mean, when I was in my 20s, I donated, I donated, uh, donated plasma. I was like, hey, I can make more. I'm physically fit, I'm a healthy young lad. Surely this med surely the medication that can be used from my donation could be used for something good. But like all young fools <laughs> with way too much hubris and far too much naivete, it did not occur to me that that research was actually going that that research was actually going to turn into the snake oil that's being sold to billionaires specifically so that they could feed off of the youth and find some way to stay on this earth just a little bit longer it's remarkable to me how far we've come how far we've fallen how far into hell we've descended because, make no mistake, an industry like this, this isn't something, this isn't a gift from the gods. This is theft from the pits of hell. This is the fiery, translucent flesh of demons reaching up and grabbing onto the minds of the so-called smart people and teaching them, tricking them into developing these elixirs That have, law. I mean, what's next? We're going to start doing real life Frankensteins? Oh, wait. Ein Minuten bitte. That's what organ transplant is. Let me say that again. <clears throat> if you've read Frankenstein... Then you saw you read the horror, and it's a it's this crazy story about a ma about a man who cre who basically brings life to a human being assembled from dead body from dead people. He's been given this gift, gift of discovering how to animate dead flesh and bring it back to life. But it proves to be such an abomination. And it was such a, an abomination, and it is such an abomination that it is actually common practice in hospitals today to take the bodies of the dying and sew them into the living. And this isn't from a certain point of view. These things are real. We have taken our darkest fantasies, the things that we used to tell to scare our children at night, these terrifying... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage... 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Terrifying stories. We have taken these horrifying stories and we have decided in our magnificent wisdom that we're going to make them real. And so in the 21st century, we actually have vampires. We have the souls of the damned who are on their quest to live forever. And so long as the light never shines, they will never be consumed. They will never be set to blaze Two months, it was about two months ago, maybe three months ago, that Alex Jones first first started talking about the elites turning themselves into vampires and, and feeding off of the blood of babies and, and children. And now, mind you, the news story has just come out that they, that they target the youth and the poor. That's, what the, that's the news story that just came out, is that they target the young and the poor. Alex Jones made the accusation that they're feeding on the blood of babies in hopes of finding the fountain of youth and the elixir of eternal life and all that other stuff. I would like to say he's wrong. The problem is, is that we, is that we abstract the elements and we take the elements from the fictional, from the fictional tales and we don't look at them the same because, well, a vampire actually has the teeth that he bites you with and then he drinks the blood directly out of your neck. 
Frankenstein's monster was sewn together from, bo from, from, from bodies stolen by a grave robber. And today, we don't even let that body go into the grave before we steal the body parts to extend another person's life. Today, we kill babies for medical experimentation so that we can humanize mice and dogs and cats and monkeys and whatever. We take those babies and we, and we create, using their bodies, we create chimeras from them out of animals so that we can test diseases because, well, the torture that we already do to various lab animals wasn't enough. We needed to add the torment of being partially grafted in with human flesh so that you can be tested for diseases to see what will actually create biological weapons. We live in an age where vampirism, I mean, the only, like, legit, the only thing we're missing are werewolf, werewolves at this point. And, I don't know, the way things are going, I kind of feel like that, I, if you told me that in 2023 we were going to discover shape-shifting werewolves, I'd be like, oh, well, there we are. Because in all honesty, I feel like that's the last thing we've been waiting on. We got the witches who go around in the woods and, you know, in meadows and prairies and all that other stuff, naked, dancing with the fae. Of course, being Catholic, we're fully familiar with angels and demons. We now have vampires. We've been had Frankenstein monsters. What's next? Seriously, what's next? <sighs> they say all the myths are real. And it would seem that even the ones that aren't there yet, oh, we're going to get them. But you know what the fun part is about this, about this story? Because mind you, as appalling as it was to read this story, it's in the abstract for me, and it doesn't actually directly affect me anymore. Hasn't for, I don't know, what, 20 years now? Easily? Twenty years. And you know why it doesn't affect me? It doesn't affect me for the same reason that it doesn't affect you. Because it's just crap going on in the world. The cool part is, is that being alive in this day and age, you can say that you were alive the day you found out that vampires were real. You were alive when you finally came to... You were alive during a time period when Frankenstein's monster was so common, people didn't even bat an eye at it. We are in the age of gothic horror. 
And it's hard to tell. Because when you see movies about gothic horror, what do they do? They usually film at night or on cloudy days with lower light. They use different kind of filters. Everything looks gritty. And so when the sun, excuse me, so when the sun is shining beautifully in the sky, in this beautiful Marian blue sky, with puffy white clouds and these gorgeous sunsets, of fire. When you're walking around and you're sitting and you're sitting in a restaurant with your family and everybody and your friends and everybody's gathered around a table and you're joking and laughing and talking and sharing stories and doing all of that. And just generally being a family, being a community. When you're doing all of that, it is very hard to, to shift gears enough to see the absolute dystopic reality that those bits of magnificent divine beauty actually coexist with that terrifying horror. In fact, you sit side by side with it every single day. But if you look into the abyss for too long, the abyss will look back. And as a Catholic, as a Christian, we can take the lesson from St. Peter when Christ called him out to walk called him out of the boat to walk on the water. Because people forget that Peter walked on water too. But Peter walked on water only as long as he kept his eyes on Christ. As soon as he took his attention away and started looking around at the storms around him, that was when he began to sink. So as I listen to this crazy news story that confirms that, yes, the loudmouth fat man, Alex Jones, who drives around in, in armored vehicles and goes to rallies and this, that, and the other and has absolutely no self-control, When he says a thing, you can be sure he's done his investigation. And while his verbiage is the most over-the-top verbiage, what you will never find is you'll never find him lying. He could be mistaken, but you will never find him lying. And so congratulations, because we are living whether or not you realize it, and it's and when you wake up in the morning and you head off, off to work and you come home and you spend time with the wife and kids and you're sitting there looking out at a picnic or out camping or whatever, doing, you know, actually practicing eutropalia. And everything seems so very right with the world or wrong in all the right ways. You know what I mean, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation style. You can be assured that it, that sharing that reality with you, perhaps just a few miles away, are the corporate interests that created vampires in the 21st century. That you are living alongside in the world but not of the world, 
because if you were of the world, you would be participating in the system. You would be the you would be one of the poor people donating your blood and plasma to get a few dollars in order to pay the bills, or more likely to actually pick up, you know, <clears throat> what it, <laughs> you know what I mean. You're probably more. You're probably not more than a few miles away from an industry that has created vampires in real life. <clears throat> it might not be the worst idea to do what you can to get rid of those companies. It might be a good idea to recommend to your local to your local city council or your state assembly or whatever the governing body is of your state and look at getting these people pushed out cuz if like seriously plasma centers blood donations is it really any worse to have a strip club or a brothel or an abortion clinic because they're all feeding the same beast and it's not the corporate entity it's not the big pharma, although I mean, let's be real, we are talking about big pharma when it comes when it comes to these plasma and blood centers. But we're also talking about big pharma when we're talking about the abortion the abortion mills, and we're also talking about big pharma. Well, no, we're not talking about big pharma when it comes to you know strip clubs and brothels. But they're all interrelated, aren't they? It's all about turning yourself into a, into a commodity. Either, either your body parts so that they can be used while, you're, while still on your body or your body parts so they can be used by somebody else after you've sold them. And there is a big difference. Well, it's my blood. It's not about, in this particular case, it's not even about the morality of, of, of going into a plasma center and, and donating plasma. It's not. The morality actually kicks in when you get to the vampires on the, end, on the other side of the spectrum. On the other end of the supply chain. Because it's not about you deciding to give of your plasma or, or of your blood. Most of us believe that that is a, you know, a charitable thing to do. The problem that you're running into is on the other side of that supply chain when the billionaire who's buying your blood so that they can extend their lives just a little bit longer, so that they can feel just a little bit younger, so they can regenerate, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, the injuries. The problem is not on your side of the supply chain. The problem is on the other side of the supply chain that actually shows that donating plasma and donating blood 
maybe isn't the best thing ever. Because the sale of blood and blood products is actually illegal in the rest of the world. It's just not illegal in America. You want to donate to the Red Cross or a similar organization? Of course, that's perfectly fine. But you should not be an organ donor. And we should know by now that abortion is murder. And in truth, it's not really like we got to burn down the clinics. What we got to do is we got to take all those diabolically disoriented doctors and scientists and flush them down the toilet. We need their conversion so that they understand what it is that they're doing in this world and they can stop and maybe save their soul in the process. Remarkable story. There are vampires amongst us. They just don't look like Tom Cruise out of Interview with a Vampire. And they don't feed on you like... Bram Stoker's Dracula. But they do cont contribute to the turning of the human person made in the image and likeness of God into cattle to be slaughtered and to be utilized and dispensed with as though they were sheep. And that is very clearly wrong. The bigger tragedy is that it won't even matter what happens with Russia. Like, the reason why I'm covering this story, I, I didn't really, like, it was one of those that just kind of intrigued me. But the reason that I know that this is the story I'm covering today on this podcast is because this isn't a matter of Russia's errors. This isn't a matter, like, this is far down the line. It's the ripple effect. This is the, pr the problem with this one is this is the result of Freemasonry. This is not Russia's errors. We need to contemplate talking to our church hierarchy, our bishops and our priests, and drumming up support for consecration of America to the Immaculate Heart of, of Mary. This is clearly not something that's a one and done. Pray for the church. Pray for the nation. Pray for the abolition of the monetization of the blood industry. And maybe call your call your representative and see if you can get these people pushed out of your cities and out of your states. Is it going to hurt people who were donating? Yes. So maybe in the process of doing that, maybe maybe talk to your pastor and see if he'll support the building of a charity using your parish as the hub. Ora et labora, ad maiorum dei gloriam.
We must pray and work for the greater glory of God. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.